0: Live from the Huntington Hilltop. Coming to you from Rustin, Tustin.
1: In the morning, Nathan Penetration. In the morning, Brian Black. Nothing's going right. I had three false starts. But thought you had it all figured out. I never have it figured out. Every show's a new show. It's true. After five years, every
0: show's a new show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, it used to take me eight hours per show.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
2: Yeah. Now I just publish
1: job. it. I just publish it. So. Let's talk about my new obsession. It's not really new though. Indian All food. Right. I fucking love curry. Curry's good. You don't have to eat Indian food to eat curry. I like Indian curry. I like chicken tikka masala. What's
2: Fantastic. the, is it
0: tandoori, the red stuff? The red chicken?
2: Uh, I don't know. I think
0: it's like chicken right. that they open grill and it's got like a red. I don't know what it is that they put on it, but it, I like that. Maybe that, it's sapphire. No, that's or saffron. Yeah, saffron. Yeah, maybe saffron. Sapphire. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: saffron. They- I did order some uh Afghan saffron, it's purple. It's like a couple of little hairs, and you put you sprinkle a couple of little hairs in your uh, in your rice, and your rice becomes yellow. Huh, that's weird. But Indian food, it's a fantastic product.
0: So, what uh, place are you ordering from?
2: Uh oh, I don't want to say them, but there's a couple nearby, and then there's a really bad one. Um. I don't want to say where, that, say where that one is either. So I don't want to ruin them because I like them. What, what like makes to that, myself?
0: What makes it better than like Japanese food?
2: Oh, I I wouldn't say it's better. It's just my new obsession.
0: Okay, I just always I have just,
2: cravings for curry, Indian food,
0: Japanese food is my favorite.
2: That's pretty damn and good too.
0: Second is Korean, which is like kind of mimics Japanese food in a lot of ways, other than the seafood part.
2: Do you like Japanese curry? Uh, I've never had Japanese curry. Hmm. You've got to go. Where's that, um... Uh, that place in Irvine. Darling! I'm sure there's lots of places in It's a in little <laughs> Um, Coco <Koko> Ichiban. What? <laughs> <laughs> the Lady V says Coco Ichiban. That's the Japanese curry place. Huh. I don't know if, that, if that's going to pick up, but probably not.
1: Oh I've yeah! Never, uh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Japanese curry, it is. It's good. Get, um,
2: get like a level eight, so that when you when you go home, you shit like you're pouring, like you're dumping a five gallon bucket of paint into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, that's, that's the whole reason why I don't eat Indian food is because it, I, it doesn't agree with my stomach a lot of the time. <laughs>
2: uh, and I can that eat can happen to me. Food. That can happen to me if I get it too spicy. Yeah. It's like, it's like a 20 gallon paint bucket. It's, <laughs> it's just this relentless waterfall. Oh uh, man.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah, I don't want to shit like a goose.
2: Or like a cannon, <laughs> and it just, just Jackson, splashes everywhere. Jackson Pollock the bowl. Oh man! Then you have to shower to wash your balls off. It splashed so much.
0: <laughs> if it's not that, it's all of the radiating heat coming from the bottom <laughs> of the bowl, and you're just out your ass is drenched and sweat. Ah, <laughs> uh,
2: that's disgusting. <laughs> So you set up a cloud-based Unify controller. How's that going?
0: Uh, it's going well. You helped me with it for the most part. Were you impressed Actually. with the
2: speed at which Ansible was able to automate the deployment of the Unify controller's configuration?
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, you spun up a new instance. Um, there was a little startup script that added a user that allowed me to log in. And then I ran the playbook against your server, and it had a server up and running in like five minutes. It's fantastic
0: yeah. yeah it works well so far i'm uh pleased i'm just a little bummed that i couldn't run it on that 512 megabyte uh yeah. instance three dollars and fifty be...
2: cents is a good deal
0: yeah i mean five bucks a
1: dollar fifty is not big of a difference but still though that's nonetheless i'm happy that it's up and running I'm going to see
2: I, uh, if I can consolidate the video controller and the uh, router controller into one.
0: Currently, what I'm doing, I actually switched uh, swapped the hardware over today for my video controller. I'm still running it on that Windows machine, but I moved it over to my Celeron. So I just moved the drives over. All, both of the Windows... Um, so basically, I had it booting off a 120-gig SSD the os and then uh unified video controller is also installed on that same drive and then i've got a one terabyte mirror that it's storing the videos on and it's kind of cool when i moved those discs all three of those discs over to the new uh well it's not new it's an old Celeron on board but for this purposes i'll say it's new um when i moved it over to that it it basically instantly picked up all the drivers and everything. There was no problems. And the mirror that I it's a software mirror that I set up through Windows and that came online. I didn't even have to uh to rebuild it. So it worked pretty well. And I've got that running right now. Seems like the CPU usage isn't even spiking at all. It's a little one point eight gigahertz dual core Celeron. And the highest I've seen the CPU the CPU usage go is like fifty seven percent.
2: Yeah. Mine is around like 1%, so I don't think it's actually encoding video. I think it's pre-encoded on the uh, video devices, and but the, the it just plays it.
0: The reason why I'm saying that's even notable, though, is because I'm basically running the full Windows server install. So that uses resources as well, just running. I was worried I wasn't even going to be able to run it well, and it's, it
1: seems pretty snappy. That's good. Yeah, so at some point, I'm, I'll port that over probably to Linux, but
0: for right now, it's running on a low-power machine. I mean, the thing only runs, I think it caps at 17 watts, that chip. So it's super low power. Um, I've configured the drives to be um, in the power options. I've confi- you know, set like the energy saver mode for that machine, so it's not really costing me. It shouldn't end up costing me anything to run a m- each month. Because otherwise I would have just moved fully, I would have moved that over to a VPS as well, but it's like, I don't want to pay, I'd be basically paying twice when I'm paying now a month, because I'd have to have two $5 $5 a month, uh, one gigabyte instances.
2: Yeah, unless I can figure out how to consolidate them into one Amazon instance, because then you can have the custom secondary disk for storing uh, the video. Yeah. It's the one you have to run in
1: New Jersey, right?
2: It would No, that would be Vulture. Oh, you're talking
0: about Amazon. That's right. Okay.
2: Yeah, so with Amazon, basically if I picked any West Coast location beside uh, Northern California, which I picked, they all would have been cheaper. The California one was the most expensive, which I didn't realize how much more it would be. It's like 50% more at the end of the year.
1: Huh. So I'll just
2: re-architect. Maybe put the video controller over there or suck it up. It's not that much money at the end of the year, really. But I'm trying to figure out how to build this at the lowest cost. Maybe I'll go with a... If there's there's very limited CPU resources needed for the instance, I'll go with a super small memory-oriented instance. So I can have like 2 gigs of RAM, but hardly any CPU power. I think that'd be a good balance.
0: Yeah, it's kind of cool that you can customize that that way.
2: Yeah, it's not like you can directly go in and then tweak one aspect up or down. You have to find certain pre-configured instance types, which there's like 150 different combinations. There's a lot. You have to pick the one that meets your needs and then test them all. And I've used a pretty good percentage of all those. So... Talking through it with some people that I know, I managed to figure out if if I switch the hard drive type to an older hard drive type, it doesn't force me to have a 500 gig minimum. Because Amazon still supports all their legacy. Um,
0: when you say an older hard drive type, are you talking about going from an SSD to a spin-up disk or a SCSI spin-up disk to a slow 7200 RPM disk?
2: You can use magnetic discs like uh, 7200 rpm discs and then they call them throughput optimized magnetic storage and then there's like cold storage magnetic storage something like that and they have a certain amount of uh disc performance allocated to each type so amazon's figured out how to dice up the pie you know cut up the pig or whatever and to get the most bang for their buck and squeeze out every little piece and charge a different price for it like every piece Mm. of a a cow or a pig that's what they've done categorized everything and in the past they just had this big chunk called a magnetic disc and they never sold the high performance parts of it and the low performance parts of it and now they have that separated but they still support the old magnetic disc type you just kind of have to look for it and with the newer uh, high-performance and low-performance ones, high-cost, low-cost, those have a minimum size of 500 gigs, which for the video that I'm streaming to this instance, it's too much. Because I'm only recording motion. So it's literally just
1: the video of a door opening like twice a day. Yeah, I got mine pointed at the front of my house, so everybody that goes
0: either walking down the street or cars driving by, it picks up motion on all of those.
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: No, I know. I'm And I have more than enough storage to hold it. I'm just, it's a different, I'm actually thinking about getting a, another camera for the backyard too. But what's with the pricing on those fucking, the, the um, micro?
2: Yeah, the micro. It's like 200 bucks. I didn't realize That's it. Insane. I thought it was like 80 bucks. I thought, oh, I'm just going to go to Amazon and buy it. And then I saw it was 200 and I was like, oh, well, I bought it anyway it's really expensive for a camera all their other camera all the Unify cameras are like 50 wait 70 no, bucks,
0: right the, no they're more than that the g3 I paid 130 for my g3 and even that one I'm, I can't find for less than 170 now it's like I don't know if there's an artificial like shortage of those cuz if you go on like Amazon the cheapest one I think was 170 and then if you go to micro Center there's are about 150 or 160
2: So Maybe they're, they're higher,
0: out. like they've gone up in up in price.
2: Do you think they're coming out with new ones? Uh,
0: I mean, they've had these out for a while and they've technically got three cameras because they've got that dome version of the G3 also, which I don't even think you can find that one anymore. I mean, they have it on Amazon, I guess, but let me see if they have it on micro center. I don't think they do. Yeah, they don't. You can't get, you can't even get the dome one on uh, Micro Center's site. Yeah, and then the one that I have, just the regular G3, is 150.
2: Have you seen the complaints of the dome ones with the uh, reflection of the infrared back into the camera from the dome? I haven't, actually. This is just, like, random. There's always complaints about every product, but it's something I noticed. The micro um, doesn't have a dome, so...
0: Yours has uh, separate AC power, right? Because it's Wi-Fi.
2: Yeah, it's weird. I can do POE. It comes with a POE adapter. This little, like, looks like a vibrator with an te- Ethernet adapter on it. Seriously. Huh. With a little magnetic end, like a little magnetic charger end, and that's the part that charges the magnetic base. The camera pivots on a, on a ball, and it charges through that magnetic ball, the metal ball. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there's a little pin... At the end, it's like so. It has a
0: battery in it.
2: No, it charges from the magnetic base. So I could pop the oh, camera we say charges, off the base. I'm
0: thinking, like or charges. Uh, batteries.
2: sorry, it it gets powered. So okay. I can pop the camera head off the the base and have a base in different parts of the of the room, and then connect it to another base. So I could just yeah, have prepositioned cool. bases, and I don't know why I would want that. Can't really imagine why, but. I can. I, I can do that. That's kind of cool. Um, I want to open the camera up and disconnect the microphone. I have a feeling I'm going to break something when I do that.
0: Yeah, it's probably just some little tiny chip on a board that you're not going to be able to... Or a little,
2: Yeah, there's like no wire or anything. It's just going to be yeah. soldered on there. I'm not going to be able to even identify it. But yeah. that's what I want to do. I'll figure that out. Um, I have it separated on a separate wireless network separate uh I need to get the whole the rest of the infrastructure set up, so it's a separate VLAN and stuff, but it doesn't have access to any any LAN stuff um, I can regulate bandwidth outbound traffic and that's all because I use the uh, uh Security Gateway and the unified controller It's a really cool setup and then it just streams I plug the well, as soon as the thing gets power and it boots it starts streaming to a URL and that's a server at Amazon. That's just sitting there waiting to receive video. It's an interesting process. It's, it's cool that the internet can be used like you would use your LAN. Cause normally who the fuck streams the video directly to the video recorder over the Mm -hmm. internet, but everybody's got such high bandwidth now. That's what all those Ring video doorbells are doing. Just they're doing a more advanced version of that where it actually will power the device off until a sensor detects motion, then it will wake the camera up, capture the video, turn the, the device on, connect it to Wi-Fi, upload the videos and then go back to sleep.
0: Well, yeah, and they have to operate that way cuz they run on battery.
2: A lot of them do, yeah. The ring video doorbell, I think, you could potentially wire it and get a power. But for everything that takes a battery, that's what they do. And they can go on batteries for like three months.
0: Um, Speaking of Unify stuff, so we had a 48-port switch fail. Well, half of it failed. Uh, all the ports on the right side, so ports for 26 through 48 would only do poe they wouldn't do any data
2: maybe a chip went out the actual smarts of it and it was still running a current i think that the,
0: some of their firmware because i don't understand i've I've worked with switch switches for years and i've never seen it where the entire like literally half of the ports just like they either work or they don't work like You get weird inconsistencies, like drop packets. Um, It's just things that are a lot more apparent that there's a problem with the switch than just, you know, something that looks like it would be a firmware issue or a software issue where exactly half of the ports just only stop doing data. Because if the ports aren't working, you would think they wouldn't do PoE either, but they, they were still doing PoE. They just wouldn't do data.
2: And you're certain that nobody messed up the firmware? Like, changed the well, settings?
0: No, and but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if the machine, like, because I don't even know what's in those things. I've never cracked one open. I think they're all sealed, too. You can't even open them, can you? Like, if you looked at their rack mount switches.
2: I have a router right here. The USG Pro is a rack mount. You can open it up. It's just like a little MIPS processor with a, a heat sink and then two noisy fans. Okay. Whining away in the background right now.
0: Yeah, they get really hot too.
2: Oh yeah. The the wireless router gets so hot you can't touch it. It actually like almost melted down. It shut down. It stopped responding. The access points still showed up, but the the device was dead. It just got hotter and hotter. It was like I put it on a, a laptop cooling pad that has a temperature sensor and it stopped counting upward at 112. I know it was over 112.
1: Wow. Yeah, They shouldn't be getting that hot. That's weird.
2: I think this one just gets that hot because it has three radios. But they don't say anywhere that you have to actively cool it. But it clearly needs it.
0: How do you cool yours? You just got a fan blown
2: on it? I put it on a laptop cooler. I don't have a good position or a good spot for it right now. If listen those fans running all day under the they're hundred and twenty millimeters. I don't hear it. What oh, okay. I hear is the router the u s g pro. that thing has these little tiny uh like bottle cap fans that are just constantly humming. right They're like uh little Gatorade bottle size fans like half dollar yeah, whining all day. I don't hear them anymore. I'm just deaf. Lock my hearing. It's <laughs> just white noise at some point. Oh. I've got some interesting information for you about the iPhone 10s. You know how I, you were asking why there's no black theme for iOS? Okay, yeah. OLEDs can't do it. They can. I OLEDs it, it shows can do true blacks. They do. They can't wake up. The, the pixels can't wake up fast enough.
0: Well, that's interesting.
2: Yeah. So, go into Overcast, put it in dark mode, or open the Apple Remote app, and then when you get your 10R, which you're going to love, wait, that's an LCD. I'll show you when you see mine. You drag, just drag, like, go to close the application where you swipe up, and you can drag uh, the application around in your hands before it you know, get smaller and smaller as you push up. You can wiggle the Apple Remote app around, and you can see the pure black areas and the gray buttons kind of wiggling like they're made of jello, but it's not an effect. The pixels are lagging behind your hand, and they're not able to wake up in time to make the motion smooth. So the circle, if you wiped it really fast, the circle will, like it'll kind of drag behind so a whole series of pixels like if you swiped it to the to the right really fast while you're wiggling it the pixels on the right would start to turn off and the pixels i don't know how to describe it i have to shoot video of it i don't really want to upload it to the show notes though i'm sure you can find a youtube video on it overcast looks like shit with it
0: i'll have to check it out in person I heard that the iPhone, Apple lied about the battery life on the 10s. also. It's actually got a smaller battery in it than the 10 does. And they claim that it gets 30 minutes longer battery life. But several websites, including Tom's Hardware, who's like supposedly their testing of like battery life for phones is like gold standard. They show that it's on average 30 to 40 minutes less than the iPhone 10 was. Uh, and, and that includes the big model too the xs max so
2: it just depends on what you do with it if you play the game it would only last a fraction of what the benchmark shows
0: they were doing it um uh they had a t-mobile lte hotspot that all the phones were connected to at the same time and they were doing um ban- i think they were running bandwidth tests or something through it just constantly and I'll have to get the article for you because they have like some methodology that they use to get the to use what to emulate what a stressful situation would be like, like, where the phone's using a lot of data and the screens on and bright, whatever the maximum nits, the highest brightness, and then yeah, so they they have several tests that they do, and that's how they figure it out. But um, whereas the iPhone 10R actually has better battery life than the 8 did. And the 8 was kind of known as the best battery life iPhone ever. Really? So, yeah. The 8 had, I think, an hour more battery life. Not according to Apple, but according to their tests, it had an hour more battery life than the 10 did. And they're saying that the 10R has 90 minutes better battery life than the 8 did. So they're claiming eleven hours battery life on the uh the ten r like actual usage battery life, which is pretty damn impressive,
2: yeah, they don't make battery cases anymore, so you gotta use a third party one or buy the phone with the better battery or bigger battery i have
0: a little I have a little brick that I carry around with me an anchor charger that works pretty well but yeah, the more I read about it, the 10R looks like their option, at least for me.
2: You'll love the camera. Apparently. The, the
0: rear camera is different on the 10R. It doesn't have the, uh, I don't think it has the true depth sensor, uh, secondary lens or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, it doesn't have the second lens, but, but that's fine. Um, but you're still going to take the, it's got the same wide angle sensor as all the other XSs. Uh, Okay. And that's what's so good. It, it samples a step, like probably a couple steps up and below the photo, whatever the neutral exposure is for your photo, and then combines them into an HDR photo really, really fast in a way that's just considerably better than any of the previous phones. I took a picture, a, a selfie, a With a completely blown out overcast sky and Exposed the clouds and my face really well and either norm on a normal camera You'd either blow out the background and get your face exposed or you would uh, Get the sky exposed and you'd be in the dark. I'll send it to you right now The thing is I'm not gonna post it in the show notes, so Seems kind of pointless to dedicate this much time Where's my fucking phone?
0: The only thing I don't like about the 10R is it's big. It's yeah, the same size it bigger. As, it's bigger than the 10S, but it's smaller than the 10S Max. And they do a side by side on the Apple side of the 10R and the 8 plus, and it's about the same size.
2: Okay. Maybe this guy is a little blown out. And the shadows? That would be on my face. Are
1: not bad. Are you saying it's me. Oh, there we go. I got
2: it. With two hundred and fifty megabits a second up, I would think it would upload faster. Because that's thirty megabytes a second. It could two. be on
1: my end. Yeah, it does look good.
2: And then that's the fake background blur because you can do portrait mode on selfies now. Huh. It's really cool. cool. Really cool. You can do that on the 10R because it's got the face ID set up. That whole sensor array is how it does depth with selfies. And then on the 10R and 10S, you can dial that background blur up and down. Which is kind of an artificial restriction, so anybody who has a 10 kind of gets screwed out of that. Pretty lame. What else have yeah, I noticed with the 10?
0: People about the 10 and kind of 10 got kind of screwed. Cuz they paid that massive price for a phone that it's not obsolete. By any stretch, but essentially for the same price, they came out a year later
2: with a pretty big upgrade. That's every iPhone release ever. Not
0: necessarily, because if you went from like the seven to the eight, your only thing you're really getting with the eight is you get the ten charging.
2: The ten was your other option.
0: I know, but the ten. What I'm trying to say is for the price point, though, the ten was like thousand dollars or eleven hundred bucks. So for a year later, nobody's ever getting screwed.
2: You could say the same thing about us with the 7. No,
0: because the
1: 7 fixed a lot of the problems that the 6 had. But a year later...
2: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And not that... In terms of performance, I don't think that much has improved on the 10s.
0: Yeah, but you're getting more of RAM too. That's the other thing.
2: Oh, yeah, with these super high res screens, that would help. A lot of extra textures and shit to store. The screen looks looks so good. I was watching some um, HDR YouTube videos because YouTube came out with an update that enables HDR video. I don't know how to turn it off, so I can't compare. Again, I can't compare it against um, non HDR, but I was watching a glass blowing video. It was an H- uh, HDR video demo, and it looks really cool because the glass is actually glowing and the background is black. Huh. That's cool. Uh. Wa- ooh, yeah. Watch OS 5.
0: Walkie-talkie.
2: I'm trying to pull mine up right now. There it is See, it's gonna connect to you.
0: Oh, I gotta get my watch. I don't have it. Oh, nah, don't worry about it. All right Um, Push the
2: button. No, it's trying to connect
0: It's kind of cool. We used it the other day when I was at a client's and but you can really talk
2: Yeah I'm at my desk and it's really quiet. So other people would hear and it'd be weird. I guess I should set the away mode or unavailable mode when I'm at my desk. But it would be really cool to do that at a job site. Like if you're doing some kind of installation out of customers. Set up the walkie talkie app and you can just talk back and forth. If you listen to your watch, you can hear that there's an open phone line with static on it.
0: I think, yeah, I kind of heard that.
2: Yeah. It's an open phone call from phone to phone, and you're pushing to unmute the call really fast with a little chirp. That's why the walkie-talkie conversation is completely in real time. They didn't do any Storm Forward or VoIP stuff. It's kind of a cool hack. Because they're writing uh, the phone carriers. They're using their existing network with their quality of service and Apple didn't have to do anything except for make a, a UI to unmute the the phone and connect the call silently in the background only to the watch because it doesn't ever pop up on the phone that you're getting a phone call
1: I like the new um, the podcast features too you get the full album art now
0: at least if you use the podcast app the iTunes one or the Apple one? I mean, are you talking about on the
2: watch? Yeah. Ooh, I haven't. I haven't even opened it. Let me see.
0: You can actually um, get news articles now. I don't know Open if this podcast, is new yeah. with five. It might. They might have introduced it with four. But um, if you like, have a news widget on any of your watch faces, you can actually get um, graphics in like store in the story like it'll be like a little rss style like uh screen that comes up with just like a picture and then the text underneath it and you can scroll and read it
2: and where is this
0: oh, I'd have to get my watch but I have um I forgot the name of it too the app I use but you you can add it as a widget it's an rss reader and then you can actually make it pop out on the screen on the apple watch So whatever story you're reading, it'll create a little thumbnail of whatever the image is in the story. And then you can scroll through and read the text underneath it.
2: Huh. Did you know that there's a web browser in watchOS 5?
0: Maybe that's why they're able to do that now.
2: Oh, then yeah, that's what you're saying. Is there a little Safari URL bar at the top with a loading bar?
0: I would have to check, but that would make sense if they, that's why it works now.
2: Yeah. There's a little tiny safari. That's cool. It's it's ridiculous. You can go to apple.com and you can slowly tap your way through it. That's cool. The screen's way too small for that, but it's still oh, cool nonetheless. Yeah. Way too small, especially on our watches. The newer watches with the bigger that uh, extra edge. Of the screen. That makes a huge difference. Have you seen the new Apple watches?
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not going to buy one. I've, I've got
2: mine. Of mine. It's sexy though. We're getting yeah, there. It's cool. We're but... living in the future. <laughs> we can eat our chicken tikka masala and shit buckets. And look at a little tiny web browser on our fucking watch. Yeah. On the can. And I can pull up the walkie-talkie to tell you about it. We just need a camera on the watch. And then I can video chat you while I'm on the can. Way of the future. Oh, uh, watchOS 5 also, as far as I can tell, it was 5, not 4. They added longer pins. Because the pin on um, watchOS was always 4 digits. And now, as far as I can tell, there's no limit. I haven't explored the limits, but I didn't run into one. So that's good, because I'm not even sure if watchOS encrypts the data at rest on your watch. And if you add a little, like, some password managers let you put your time-based one-time passwords into the watch, I don't know if it's encrypted. That TOTP code's kind of hard to rotate. I'm trying to look up
0: the pricing for the the Hermes. The bands? Oh my god. No, the Hermes version.
2: Yeah.
1: $1,400. They don't even have an edition
2: anymore. No more uh, ceramic or 24 karat gold.
0: Yeah. Those were overpriced too. I like that Aramis watch face. It's a shame that you can't get those separately. You have to actually buy the fucking version of the watch. Cause I don't. I could care. I could give. I couldn't give a crap about these stupid leather bands. I'd rather just get some knockoff ones on eBay, and they would work just as well, and nobody would notice. But the watch faces are cool, though.
2: Imagine if they had a watch face app store. The thing is. I think there's like all kinds of case law around watch faces and they, they probably don't want to get sued into oblivion. Probably not oblivion, but I think it's too disruptive too fast and that people would start foaming or the the watch nerds would start foaming at the mouth because you could get some fake Rolex uh, watch face. It's not like it makes your watch worth fifty grand, but
0: It's intellectual property or or uh, copyright—somebody's
2: thought property. Yeah. Did we talk about the Elon Musk Joe Rogan video?
0: I think we did briefly.
2: Was that the the unreleased show where my mic was too low? It might have been.
0: I think so. Yeah, that sounds familiar.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that that must have been it. Because you just came over here. Anyway, was that a tobacco pot hybrid that uh, Elon Musk was smoking?
1: I thought he was just only smoking weed.
2: It had tobacco in it, I think.
0: I, I don't remember. I, I didn't actually watch the full episode.
2: I watched the whole thing. Elon Musk has some kind of. Uh, he's on the spectrum. Or he's a worm, like a type of alien that lives in a human skin suit. Because like he, he wiggles a lot. He wiggles. Very unusual. Just taking a drink of water. Um,
0: I don't know. I don't know what he is. He is odd, though.
2: When he gets self-conscious, you can hear him change the way he like structures his sentences. He'll start speaking as if he's narrating something. I want to pull up the, the video. The problem is it's two and a half hours long, so I'm never going to find the clip. But there's a part where he starts talking... Um, in a really weird way where he's saying something along the lines of they didn't listen oh, fuck. I can't remember what he said this would have been better if I did know what he said didn't think I was gonna bring this up oh well I'm not gonna look it up right now but what I did find in my open tabs was uh, remember Cody Wilson the guy that this this bogus guy that supposedly has these shitty plans for a shitty 3D printed um, frame. Oh yeah, okay. It's not that even a 3D, It's not even a gun. It's just the frame for something that resembles um, some it's something form of firearm that,
0: that may possibly work and maybe may possibly shoot a bullet and may possibly blow your hand off in the process yeah, of doing so. It's gonna so. shoot a
2: bullet into your hand. Yeah, But you have to use metal components to make it fire. Anyway, the guy got uh, arrested. He was doing all these interviews recently, and some judge was like, you can't restrict... Something along the lines of you can't restrict... Um, you can't restrict this for whatever reasons. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And... FBI or US Marshals or something they came after this guy again to say that he paid for sex with a minor Huh. but let's google this real quick because I I think on the no agenda show they said the age of consent was under 17
0: I was gonna show you some I'm just gonna link this This gun is basically uh, the the next step above that plastic gun. I don't know if you've seen these.
2: Oh my god. Is this a completely polymer firearm that you just showed me?
0: No. It has like a bathtub slide on it. It's heavy as hell. (laughs) It's cheaply made. Is that a metal
2: slide? It looks plastic. It,
0: It has like an old style ejector on the side for the rounds. It looks like a Makarov. It's a piece of shit.
2: Have you seen those new UPS trucks with the plastic bits all over the sides? That's what this uh, looks like. Uh,
0: oh okay, yeah. It looks well, like this is they what took you get for one hundred eighty-five dollar handgun.
2: <laughs> That's really cheap. <laughs> is that a Phillips screw you... right in the middle of the frame? Right in the the handle
0: yeah or yeah right so. on the grip <laughs> if you want to start uh uh if you want to overthrow a government you could get and you're rich you buy a bunch of these and just drop them out of a plane no they would shatter these brittle these are, this is probably made of bakelite no i'm saying in packaging obviously but <laughs> they're so cheap that <laughs> and they work apparently they shoot
2: after you fix the magazine feed problems. Yeah, I don't think it has a um, high point C9 compact semi automatic pistol. There's
0: something about it. I watched, uh, what's his name, uh, Hickok45 do a review for one of these things. And it's like, it doesn't have. I think you can't take the mag out of it if there's a round in the chamber. Like, you can't. What? You have to basically. Yeah, you have to fire all of the, the rounds in it. But what if it stops eject-
2: feeding, though? Like, what if uh, you get a double feed, a stovepipe? I don't know.
0: You, well, you wouldn't get a stovepipe because it doesn't have an ejector on the top that's on the side.
2: You can still get a stovepipe. AR-15 stovepipe this, all the time.
0: The slide is so heavy and slow on it. With this, For this gun, it's, like, impossible.
2: No, there's no it's such thing as an gun. impossible stovepipe. I've seen impossible double feeds on ars and that's that shouldn't be possible you shouldn't be able to put you shouldn't be able to have an, a round in the chamber the ejectors miss it and then feed another round into the next round
0: the ar15 is a very complicated and over designed gun in some regards whereas this thing is if anything it's
2: under designed it's- uh, yeah. If you want to adjust the sights, you need a flathead—a <laughs> very tiny, like glasses one. And you twist the little thing on the side to adjust it <laughs> left and right, as if that's going to make it more accurate. You're not going to be shooting pennies out of midair with this thing. No.
0: <laughs> I think this the is like a little belly gun,
2: too. You just gotta pull your target in close, and. Bang, bang, jam. (laughs) And then you got a tap rack bang. It's It's like a a bigger version of a Derringer. Oh, Derringer's way more reliable. That's just a tube with a hammer. (laughs) And a big-ass bullet. Yeah. 357 Magnum. That'll break your wrist. All right, let's go. Let's get out of here. Bring your wallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. And let's see if I have any new domain names. Uh, FrothyMix. mix. I know I have something. Frothymix.info slash contact for slash donate to share the show and support the show. So looking for another domain name. Do I have one that's redirecting right now? I'm consulting my list. <laughs> Do I use that one? I just need. No. Shit. Can't use it.
1: Until next week. See, ya. See you later.